Hey, my loves, welcome back to the Liberated Latina podcast. I am super excited to have this more just chill, casual chat with you because I had such a deep healing geek last week. I had two sessions. One was inner child healing with my friend and coach Kelly Espino. She's going to be on the podcast soon. Um, I actually just recorded her her interview yesterday and I had a business energetics healing session with my amazing friend and super talented coach Lala Simpson and I wanted to come on here now that I've had a couple of days to think about it start integrating um, I wanted to come on here and share with you all what came up for me in those two sessions and what you can kind of take for yourself and reflect on in order to just heal and find more ease in your business and in your life. So I'm really excited to dive into that. Before we do, little reminder, if you have not taken a second to go on over to iTunes and leave a written review, I would so appreciate it. Honestly, it helps the show so much and it honestly makes my day. <laughs> I love going on there and seeing what you're taking away from the podcast, what you're loving, and anything that you would want to see more of. So go on over to iTunes right now, pause this, Go leave a written review and rating, and when you come back, we'll dive right into the episode. Welcome to the Liberated Latina Podcast, where we talk all things mindset, personal growth, spirituality, and business to live our most fulfilled and liberated lifestyles. I'm your host, Daisy Lopez, a former burnt-out financial services consultant turned mindset and business coach. I believe that we have a greater calling in life than just clocking in and out of a job and living for the weekends. So if you're ready, grab your cafecito because your liberation starts right now. All right, so this is definitely going to be a more casual, not scripted type of episode. So get cozy if you're driving to work, if you're driving from work, get comfortable. If you have a beverage nearby i got some water and we're just going to have a girl chat here because there was a lot that came up last week for me honestly um i didn't really intend to do two deep healing sessions uh in one week but it just worked out that way and um i'm really glad that i did that so on monday last monday so what was that i don't know it's it's february 17th now so whatever last monday was <laughs> Um, I had an inner child healing session with Kelly Espino and she is so she's so just like a breath of fresh air a bright light um, and I can't wait for you to hear her story here on the podcast soon I wanted her to come and actually be part of my program to provide this healing session for my clients because inner child healing session have been so amazing for me um, I've actually never done an inner child healing session. I've done breath work around inner child uh, and I've done different meditations and, and just personal connect, trying to connect to my inner child. But I really wanted to experience her 90 minute session just so I could be in full integrity, uh, you know, having her come in and, and serve my, my clients. So I booked that with her on Monday night. I want to share with you the cliff notes of so the biggest things that came up for me the number one takeaway was that our inner children our inner child our inner little girl sees the world and, and interprets the world so differently than what we logically know to be true as adults 
And I say this because obviously we have times in our lives where we're mad at something for some reason or we feel really emotional about something. We're really just triggered. And logically in our adult bodies, we brush it off. We're like, oh my gosh, this is no big deal. Why am I upset about this? Obviously, I know that this doesn't mean that I'm a failure, but it feels that way. And we logically as adults reason our way through it. However, our inner children and as children, the reason why we're so triggered by this as an adult is because as a child, we may have experienced something similar and we interpreted it a completely different way. As a child, we can't we can't logic our way through everything because we haven't gotten there yet. And that conditioning that's formed between the ages of like zero and eight, we stay with that as adults. So it was really profound for me to talk about certain memories that have that have stuck with me and certain experiences that honestly these these memories and experiences were 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 minutes long it wasn't like this whole big thing but they really impacted me as a child it was so interesting because at first she's like, well, how, how would you describe your childhood? And I'm like, honestly, my childhood was great. You know, we had amazing holidays and my mom was just, you know, amazing. We had a great Christmases. I was so happy. And as we got more and more into the first half of the session, which is more talking and, and, and processing and bringing up memories and things like that, there were so many moments that were really traumatizing as a child. That brings me to a second takeaway is that even though we know as adults that we we may have had a pretty good childhood, like if you're sitting there and you're like, I don't know, like my my childhood was awesome, you know, we we don't realize it, but there we all have traumas in our own way. We all have moments and experiences that may have impacted us as a child. Again, even if it was just minutes long, and that's valid and that's okay. I think so many times we're taught to be like listen you know there are kids starving in other in other countries there's kids that have it so much worse than you suck it up it, you know you don't have it that bad and that's true we can be grateful but that doesn't mean that we have to downplay or neglect things that were impactful for us as children and it's it was so interesting because there were like three or four key memories key moments that kept coming up and i realized that those moments dictated so much of what my my little girl my inner little girl how like how she sees the world in so many different areas of my life and I see how now in different aspects of whether it's relationships or business or how I see myself how I talk to myself what I believe to be true about money or the world was was impacted by those moments as a child and I didn't even fully realize it I had I had conscious ideas of of it I, I'm, not, I'm definitely not new to this type of work but in this type of longer one-on-one -on -one session I was like wow it's really running the show more than I thought and I really I really grew a deeper appreciation for myself at the end of that session so the second half of the 90-minute session was uh, an inner child meditation and through that I connected with my inner child and when I say that, you know, not not to get like super woo-woo, but it's really just you energetically connecting to that version of yourself. The version of yourself that isn't over like adding too much logic to everything or isn't in your current adult circumstance. It's an, it's an energy of you that 
is your inner little girl sees things differently you know was impacted by different things and and has a has a different perspective and different wisdom to offer you and so many times if we don't do this work our inner child is running the show and we don't really fully know it and we don't we aren't really re we aren't really aware of why we're doing certain things or why certain circumstances keep happening to us or why we keep attracting this type of negative person or why we keep attracting financial scarcity or why we keep attracting uh, like less than ideal partners, right? We don't realize it because our inner child is running the show. And if we don't connect to her, then we can't get the wisdom. We'll just keep repeating the wound. So what was interesting for me when I connected, reconnected with her was that she was so direct she spoke really directly she was sassy and it was so interesting because that's not how I talk anymore I realized that I was like wow it, it I know it's me like I know my inner little this is my inner little girl but it sounds so different like she's so direct right to the point and she's sassy and I started thinking about stories that my mom told me when I was little like little little like three four years old and I would like have, the, I had this sass about me. I did. And it's so interesting to see how, um, I know I keep saying it's so interesting, but it was, it was so eye-opening. It's crazy to me that we start off as a clean slate as a child and we have certain characteristics about ourselves. And as we grow up and as we go through different experiences and as we're molded by the external world, we change and we deviate so much from our core essence in search of safety and stability and validation and approval. So for me this week, I've really been looking to integrate that, that voice. I've been looking to integrate more of my inner child that's direct and that's a little sassy and that is not afraid to say what she means. The biggest block for me, and I know I've mentioned this before, when I started my business was visibility, but I noticed that it's not so much visibility anymore. I'll get more into that realization because that actually came up in my business healing session with, with Lala. I have had a visibility wound that I've since moved past, but really what's, what's, what's work that I'm still working through is saying what I mean. And there were some, obviously there were so many experiences as a child that made me believe that it was not safe to say what I meant, that it would hurt people, that it would cause me to not be approved of or validated or whatever. And in my business, I've, I've been starting to feel this huge block because I've been afraid to say what I really mean. I've been afraid to be direct and to just say things. I overthink everything that I say. And I think we all maybe have a little bit of that, right? Just culturally with like cancel culture and all that. Like it's, we feel really afraid to say what we really mean and to be direct. So I've just noticed that about myself and it's been coming through in ways where I create, but it doesn't really feel super, super, super authentic yet because I haven't been integrating my inner child that is more direct and like homegirl has a lot to say. Um, so I'm excited to bring more of her through and I have already been bringing more of her through and another thing that was really eye-opening was that she had so much wisdom like even Kelly was like wow your inner little girl's really wise like she she has so much wisdom about her 
and I was like, she does. And I remember being little and always being, uh, always feeling like an older soul and having people say that I, they couldn't believe that I was so young because I would just say things and they'd be like, whoa, you're definitely an old soul. Like this is, this is not your first, uh, your first go around on this earth. Like you have so much wisdom in you. So at the end of it, at the end of the session, I really just felt a deep gratitude for her because one of the things that my inner child said, oh, and I'm getting emotional. <laughs> one of the things that my inner child told me was she just looked up at me because I'm a very visual person. A lot of people don't experience like a like a visual um, connection with her. Maybe it's more like thoughts or an energy, but for me, I'm very visual and that's what came up came through in the session i saw a lot of like visions and i saw her um and she she looked up at me with like these big eyes and she said i can't believe you did all this i did not expect to cry on this <laughs> she looked up at me and she said i can't believe you've done all this i can't believe you did all of that and i realized how much of my life and how much of last year i didn't stop to appreciate myself and I didn't stop to honor myself so it was really it was really eye-opening for me and I've just felt the shift going into the end of last week and into this week especially since Sunday February 14th on Valentine's Day was a year since I left my job it was a, a year since my last day and I, I I honestly carved out time that night and I just I took time to just marvel at myself and it sounds so indulgent and I cringe saying this out loud although I know it's true because my inner child told me this was true but it feels self-indulgent to say that oh I just sat and marveled at myself but I did because I realized that all of my life I've just been go 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 and it's not enough and do better and keep going and okay you did this but what about this and now on to the next thing and keep going and you have to prove yourself and you have to be this and you have to show others and it's been so much of that and December I've shared with you like you know December of, of 2020 I got really tired and burnt out and this month I was feeling not burnt out because I've actually been working a lot less but I've been feeling just like I haven't been seeing myself clearly. So that session was, was a huge indication for me to take time to just be grateful for myself and honor myself and give myself props. And once I did that, I had such an overwhelming feeling of appreciation, of awe at everything that I have gone through, at everything that I, I literally put myself in the ring of fire and I went through it and it wasn't all just me, I'll say that. Because through this process, I even, I, I just felt in awe of, of God and, and how he's brought me through all of this with so much patience and so much grace. And yeah, I'm going to leave it at that. And it's really interesting how coming from this place of gratitude, knowing that I've, I've done so much already, I've done enough, I am enough. I don't have to keep pushing myself. I don't have to I don't have to prove anything to anyone. I really don't. And I've always said that, but last week I realized what the feeling was behind that expression, behind that statement. And from that energy, 
it's it I've just found so much more joy in every single day and I do things when you know I, I do things that that feels more right and if, if something's not feeling right I feel confident enough to say okay cool when else can I do can I push this to tomorrow can I push this to later this week is this does this have to be done right now is this something that I do need to get done today or can I give myself the space to do something else that's still efficient or, or that's still that feels good to me and move myself forward in that way and it's crazy because this month has been my highest sales month ever coming from this energy of I'm good I'm good enough I've done so much I'm the freaking I'm a freaking boss like wow I've done so much now everything else that I get to do gets to be out of service and gets to be for fun and it gets to be because I want to do it not because I need to prove anything so I really want you to take this and notice all of the ways in which you are hesitant to marvel at yourself to look back at where you were a year ago two years ago three years ago and really marvel and indulge in how much you've done and how much you've grown and all the things that you've accomplished in your life despite any and all odds do it even if even if you can only you know even if you can only do it for five minutes and then you want to build it to 10 but it's not selfish it's not it's not arrogant it's not any of that because the feeling that you're going to cultivate is gratitude and love and those emotions are never bad it's only gonna flow into everything else in your life and your business your relationships and your finances like it's gonna overflow when you have that over that brimming uh, sense of love and gratitude everything else gets to be so much simpler and so much easier and so much more fun because you're not coming from an energy of i hate myself i'm not doing enough i need to keep going keep pushing i need to prove this person wrong i need to no nothing else matters when you're coming from a place of dang i'm a freaking boss look at all that i've done i'm so incredible wow look at what look at what i'm capable of oh my gosh i cannot wait to see what 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 i do next so that was monday (laughs) that was monday on friday of last week i did a business energetics healing session with lala lacretia she's oh my gosh i would this session blew my mind blew my mind she is incredibly spiritually connected she's she's just she's incredible incredible she also has the most beautiful soothing voice ever this session was a a huge introduction to ancestral healing because she connected a current wound of mine if you have kids i'm I'm gonna curse so <laughs> you've been warned uh i have this core fear of i'm gonna fuck it up i'm gonna i'm gonna mess this up i i'm gonna do this wrong and uh and she connected that wound to something a trauma that actually dates back several generations seven i think to be exact and i can't explain it but when she started tapping into what actually happened and why i have that wound and why 
as much as I try to work on it from this lifetime, it still kind of lingers. Like it really doesn't go away. When she started recounting the story of this of this woman, a grandmother, seven generations ago, I can't explain it, but it felt real. Like in my body, my heart, it felt real. And I haven't lived it. Like this is not something that I've experienced in this lifetime. But as she spoke it and she spoke these affirming words to me, which was really like to heal that wound of, of this grandmother seven generations ago, I just started to sob. I don't know. I can't explain it. I know it's woo-woo, but it just felt real. And I felt the pain that she felt in my body. It was crazy. It was crazy. And I felt such relief after that. She's actually going to be sending me the recording because we covered so... It was an hour long, but we covered so much. Like, it was insane. Another major takeaway that I... That I got from that session was how spot on my intuition has always been she and she's not the first person that told me that recently somebody else who's very you know also like spiritually connected and and can read energy and things like that she she said something like you have a lot more inner healing power than you give yourself credit for and essentially like your inner wisdom your inner your intuition is a lot stronger than you think so that started turning the wheels and then lucretia also said the same thing she was like you're you you don't value your intuition or she said something that hinted to that and it's because i have intuitively been feeling into I don't want to give too much away because I'm not fully ready and I never want to share something with you that I haven't fully integrated, felt into um, just because that's my work. You know, that's that's up to me and I never want to put that responsibility on, on any of you or anyone else. Um, but just to give like very general details, she mentioned something about my work now that I have intuitively been feeling into for a while, like maybe six months or so. And I just have been afraid to, afraid, resistant, unsure of claiming that for myself because I thought that I still had this wound that she straight up said, you know, I'm going to say this because I know you, but you don't have this wound anymore. <laughs> she's like you don't have this wound anymore and the reason why you feel this block is because you're hanging on to an identity of a wound that you don't have anymore you've just grown really comfortable with saying you have this wound yo when i tell you that my mind i could feel the explosion happening in my mind when she told me that isn't that insane how we can grow so comfortable with identities even if it's identities around the wound that we have or you know uh like an, uh, an insecurity that we have we can grow so attached to it even when it's not there i didn't even notice that it wasn't there and this is why i'm so thankful that we had you know a, a, a relationship we met through a mastermind so she saw me in a coaching container she saw me open up about certain things and my wins and all of that 
um, knew a little bit about my business. So she's like, yeah, I'm going to say this because I know you, but you don't have that wound anymore. What? I didn't even. I know, and she said that and I could feel my mind exploding. And I, I finally, it's like the, the, the cover was lifted. What is that saying? Oh my God. I don't know. I don't know why English is so hard for me this week. The, the veil was lifted. There we go. <laughs> the veil was lifted. And I was like, oh, wow. You're right. You're right. She's like, yeah, if you had, if you had, if you still had your visibility wound, this is how you'd be acting. This is what you'd be thinking. This is what. And I was like, wait, you're so right. I don't have that wound anymore. Like, that's not it. And it's actually something that has been coming up for my clients all the time. And it's what I've been like, that's what I've been coaching them through, of course, because I don't have that wound anymore. I've worked through it. It's taken a lot. <laughs> it's been about a year, but I've worked through it. I don't actually have that anymore. That liberated me, no pun intended, liberated me to no end. Immediately, I felt lighter. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, that's why. And it was creating this resistance because I'm like, oh, my gosh, can I really do this because I have this visibility wound? No, I don't. I don't. That was actually my way of, of, of like playing small. Crazy. So anyway, that was another huge thing. Realizing that I was identifying myself with a wound that I no longer have. But she mentioned something about my work. And it's been an idea that has been coming in softly for months. When I say for months, like for a long time. And when she said it, I was like, yeah. And we dug a little bit deeper into that. Since it's been in my mind already, it's been kind of materializing in the real world. Like things have been happening around this area of work. And I'm like, hmm, that's interesting. So we talked a little bit about it. And she's like, that, once you're fully ready and there's no rush, she's like, honestly, there's no rush. You can just start energetically calling it in. But once this becomes your thing, whenever you're ready to do that, that's going to be that's going to be a kick-ass month when you launch it. She's like, oof, I can feel it because you're going to be so in your element. You're going to be so, like, that's your thing. That's going to be your thing, which is really exciting. <laughs> it was really exciting to hear that because I have been denying it for so long. And I realized going back to high school, maybe even before, my earliest memory of, of denying my intuition has been in high school Anytime I've had a nudge or a feeling about somebody or about something, it's always happened. But I have that intuitive hit, like this person is doing this or this person's not good, like they're they're not they don't have my my best intentions or this person's being shading or this situation doesn't feel right. This might end like this, and not it might like like um, speculating, but this is gonna end like this because usually my intuition is very soft. But it's very direct, like it's it's very clear. And then once I once I feel into that, or once I once I consciously hear that intuitive hit, I'll of course logically disprove it. I'm like, no, why would I even think that? Like this person has done nothing to to make me think that. Like they haven't said anything about that or this situation. Like how do I even know that? Like there's no proof right now that that's going to happen and it's always ended up true 
the more that I go back, I look back at all my intuitive feelings and my intuitive nudges, they've all come true. Our intuition is usually very subtle. And of course, our response to it is usually fear because there's no external physical like like proof that that's going to be right. Usually we get that intuitive hit and it's like, what? That makes no sense. Like, what? This doesn't make sense or, or this is so inefficient. Like, why would I go this way if I know that this way down XYZ path is going to work out? Like, logically, this makes sense. This intuitive hit makes no sense. It's, it's, it doesn't abide by my rules of how I need to live my life or how things, how, how things should go. Or, you know, if it's about a person, like, ah, this person hasn't done anything. They haven't said anything to me to make me feel this way. Like, that's crazy. So take this as a reminder because I'm learning. I'm, I'm slowly looking at ways where I can honor my intuition every single day. It's a practice. I'm trying to flex that muscle, like turn up the volume on my intuition because I realize it's trying to help me. It's always steered me right, you know, and I and I really do believe that my intuition is is my channel to hearing from God more clearly. I think it's his direction. So I'm like, wow, the more that I'm turning down that volume, it's costing me a lot. Not just like financially, but I'm sure it is too. But just emotionally and spiritually and, and, and life-wise, it's costing me a lot. So take this as, as a reminder that we all have an intuition. And if you are, if you've always been more spiritually inclined or you've always felt like you know you wanted to to connect more with your intuition or maybe you have had intuitive hits and you've you've logically moved yourself out of it and then it you know that you should listen to it take this as a reminder that your intuition is so much stronger it's so much stronger than we give it credit for so find ways in which you can start honoring those intuitive hits every single day like if your intuition tells you to go down a different way to work just take it. Don't overthink it. Don't think, just do. <laughs> it was my soul cycle instructor say, don't think, just do. If you have an intuitive hit to, to contact somebody, I've actually been doing this too between yesterday and today. When I think of somebody, I've been trying to reach out to them. And oh my gosh, so many people are like, wow, this is really crazy because I'm actually, I am going through this hard time. Or wow, I have been thinking of you. That's so crazy that you reached out to me. So whatever your intuition is telling you on a daily basis, even if it's small, honor it if your intuition is telling you to pick up a book that you haven't read yet that's been sitting on your shelf you never know what wisdom it's going to have for you so open yourself up to really allowing it to speak to you turn up the volume because why not make yourself more available to miracles because that's what i feel like our intuition doesn't abide by the rules of this earth our, our intuition doesn't abide by the limitations put forth by other humans or by rule books or guidelines our intuition is tapped into the infinite possibilities that's so far above this current like realm of our world so why not tap into that more if you, it's almost like you have to have the courage to tap into it and you have to be brave enough to to follow it so that's my invitation to you today <sighs> So I'm going to leave it at that because I could go on forever. But moral of the story is there's so much healing to be done 
and I'm so grateful for this business journey that I've been on because I've connected with so many talented healers and coaches that I'm lucky enough to to call friends and it's helped me so much in my business to be able to heal and to put myself first and to put my relationship with God first and to just have the business results, the sales, the clients, all of that be an external representation of my inner world and my thoughts about myself and my thoughts about what's possible for all of us as a community. So really what it's what it's about is doing the healing work that dates back generations for me, at least seven generations ago. The healing work is what is what really allows us to set up something different for your future generations. So this is so much this is even so much bigger than us. This is so much bigger than our lifetime. This is work that gets to set a new reality for future generations, for your children, for your children's children, for your children's children's children, like for so many future generations. So it's really my honor to share this with you. Thank you for for hearing me out, for sticking with me through all of this. And I'm so excited because because of this, I know the healing work is so crucial, even in business. The more we just jump into the doing and we don't take care of this work, everything becomes harder. Everything becomes a struggle. Everything becomes pushing and forcing and convincing. And the vision that I have for every single woman that comes into my space is a completely different reality. I want you to experience transformation from the inside out, healing yourself so that your business can flow easily and you can lean back and receive all of the amazing opportunities and and clients and, and abundance and everything that's meant for you, but it has to start from the inside out. The problem is that this, this healing work is hard and not everybody wants to do it because it is hard. It's hard, it's scary, it's sticky. And it takes time. You have to be brave enough to let go of the doing which our ego hates. And you have to be willing to go inward and really lean in and do this type of work. But once you do, the external results come so much easier. This is why I've actually integrated both Lucretia and Kelly. And I'm, and I'm always looking for other coaches to integrate so that my clients can have bonus experiences to do this healing work. I know I'm not you know, I'm not trying to be the expert at everything. I have my area of expertise. And the beautiful thing is that through this program, my clients not only have access to me, but they have these bonus experiences to also heal so they can transform from the inside out. It's so much more than business. And I love that in the process, we get to all come together as women of color, support other women of color coaches, support you as a women of color coach. And it's just so powerful. So if you've been looking for a business coach, that is not only going to help you shine online as a go-to coach, that's not only going to help you attract all-in clients, but that's also going to support you holistically to heal from the inside out so your business results can come so much easier for you, let me know. I have a few spots available. I actually have a sales call later today, um, so I may only have like a couple of spots by the time you're hearing this, or maybe none at all, I don't know. Uh, email me at theliberatedlatina.gmail.com or you can send me a DM at the Liberated Latina, and we can see if this program is the right fit for you. All right, everybody, thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day or evening, and I'll see you in the next episode.
Hey amiga, real quick, did you find value in today's episode? If you did, take a screenshot right now, share it on your Instagram story with your biggest takeaways, and be sure to tag me, at The Liberated Latina. This allows me to see what you are most enjoying about the show, and it grows our community of liberated hermanas. Thank you so much for hanging out today. I hope you had as much fun as I did, and I'll catch you in the next one. Besitos.